This is 680 CJOB. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Main Ingredient on 680 CJOB. My name is Kevin Bergen, and today is an interview with a person who has become a very good friend of mine who is well-known in Winnipeg for her healthy, tasty energy bars. Cheryl Zeeland from Cranked Energy is talking about her business four years later. Let's talk about you. Sure. Let's talk about, first let's talk about your business, Cranked Energy Bars. Year four. Can you believe it's year four? How did we meet? We met, (laughs) who referred us? Someone put us together in contact through the main ingredient to be on your show. Was that two years ago? That was at least two years ago. Yeah, because I didn't even have the store. I feel like I've known you for like 20 years. You're pretty likable. You're like family now. I know, I love when you lie to me. It's fantastic. (laughs) You're like family now. (laughs) I miss when I'm not on your show. (laughs) I know. No, I think we were just, I bring you treats. You do. Um, We were just You're the first person whose product I ate on the air. I know that was one of my favorite episodes. It was funny. We were I actually it. eating on the air. We should do that. We should I know. Re- replay that funny, one. That was right? a good one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I should have brought you some new flavors. We're always testing some new stuff. We're going to get into flavors after this because I don't want to jump too far ahead. I know. I know okay, I, so yeah, year four, which has flown by. But you know, one year was kind of out of the house, just getting feet wet, testing the market. Yep. Is this actually something people want? Okay, but why? Why? Why bars? Why? Like... Why bars? And you were doing this. People don't know that you are... I'm a CPA by trade. Yes. So... So what makes a CPA decide, man, I'm going to make some bars. I'm going to run my own business. Um, I think I've always kind of been entrepreneurial. And I was at home with the kids. The, the twins were young. Cole was young as well. So the This three... is the first kick at the business cat though, right? Uh, or did you do other businesses? No, this is the first like real kick at, and it wasn't even intentional. It was literally, I was so busy and looking for something grab and go to eat and buying protein bars off the shelf, which I've always had protein bars in my life since I was 16, 17. It was <laughs> something I would always do. So I was very familiar with that category of what was on the shelf. But I guess as I was getting older um, and your body chemistry changes, certain things in those bars was making my stomach turn. Mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling great after I ate them. It's wasn't feeling, crap is yeah, it wasn't. I think there's more chemicals in the bars now than yeah. there maybe was 20 years ago when I started eating them. So I thought, well, I'm at home, you know, and I'm always making oatmeal on the stove for myself and playing around with walnuts and whatever, bananas in it. So maybe we'll maybe I'll just try to make it into a bar format yeah every month I would just tinker around because you know stay-at-home moms are so busy but there's also a little bit of time to do other stuff in the house right kids yeah, are playing a downtime. there's some downtime and so I would choose to cook on those downtimes and kind of work on this little project for my family and that's all it was it was never going to be I'm going to grow this business it's going to go to the market it was just going to be I'm going to have something in the fridge for the kids and myself to eat that's healthy mm-hmm. Um, the second I got the formulation right and Tim, my husband really enjoyed them and the kids really enjoyed them. I'm a natural connector sharer. Get out of here, you? As you, as you all know, (laughs) I love (laughs) sharing and connecting people and introducing people to things that I love. And so I would share the bars with friends and family and the feedback was always, these are amazing. I can't believe there's nothing like this on the market. And so word just kind of started to spread where I was getting messages from friends of friends saying, hey, I hear you're making these bars and they're really good. And so it kind of naturally just grew out of the house like that. to the point where you know you can't do that in your home. Um, 
from a health food standpoint, totally. or, right? So then I was started looking yeah, for rental. Yeah, it's illegal. So I started looking for rental kitchens and then did the rental kitchen thing for two years. And that was, when I look back now, that was probably the hardest part was, you know, half day kindergarten, being at a rental kitchen half day, um, having to sell everything I make because you can't store it, right? right? Managing, lugging everything to the kitchens because you can't store stuff at a lot of these rental kitchens. So that's a hard part of your product, right? Yes. It's it's, people buy it because it's fresh. It's a fresh product. Fresh things only are fresh for a little while. Right, right? X amount of weeks, right. but still, where would I store it? I can't store it at home, right. right? So it was constant managing the product, the kids, the deliveries. You know, as it grew, certain retailers wanted to try um, them in their stores. And I remember bringing the twins were like three or four years old and bringing them up to corporate offices oh with me God. delivering <laughs> bars. Don't worry about the kid. Anyway, I just you know, got to tell you something. And being like, please behave. <laughs> Just let mommy do this one delivery. But that's what stay-at-home moms who want to become entrepreneurs do, right? And kudos to Winnipeg because everyone I came across was so great in terms of wanting to see it grow. And when we got our new space, that's when things really started to take off. Everything's centralized. We can control production, um, have a little bit of a storefront for walk-ins and pickups, have my meetings in one space, and then just have stability and be able to scale up a bit. How did you handle each stage of growth? Like, and it's all stages, right? From you making them for people then, or making them for your family to making them for people to actually selling them to renting kitchen space. Like what was the thought process when you were actually going to sell them? And now I'm going to rent space to do it. Right. And that's huge decisions for a lot of people is, uh, do I have enough demand to do this? But if I'm renting the space. What if, yeah, if I don't have any. What if, well, that's where, you know, you got to constantly be creating ways to engage with your community and sampling for food products. I think sampling is huge. You got to get out to the shows and. Right, but that's, again, you have three kids here. So now yeah. you're, you're making them, you're in the rental space, you're making sure that you're out there so people yeah. know about it. You're sampling them. When you look back now, because mm-hmm. when you're in it, you're just doing. You're you know, doing and it. you don't think about what you're doing. Well, of course, you you plan it out, but yeah. you just do. Huge sacrifices. So when Huge. you go look back now, yeah, four I years can't later, believe I was able to do it. Right. Honestly, don't you wonder how you did all that? I do, but then I read a lot of stuff that you know with successful entrepreneurs who people say, "Oh, you were an overnight success," but that's never the case. Right. There's years and years of sacrificing late nights, quitting. I mean, I can tell you I've quit a gazillion times. <laughs> yeah, of course. And you know, at midnight, coming home from the kitchen, I can't do this anymore. I quit. And one thing will happen. Someone will contact you or you'll get some sort of customer right. that will... The next morning, you wake up to five orders or something and you're like, oh, well, yeah, no, I have to. Right. I love my product. Right. I love my community. I love this business. And then you just muscle up and plow through. Many of you know how tough it is to run a small business, and many of you also know it's even tougher being a businesswoman slash mom with three kids. Cheryl Zeland, owner of Cranked Energy Bars, talks about how she does it after the break. Welcome back. This is The Main Ingredient. I'm Kevin Bergen, and this week I went to visit my friend Cheryl Zeland, owner of Cranked Energy Bars, which now has a store located at 1853 Portage Avenue, and we talked about how she runs her business. I mean, being a mom with three children and trying to manage that adds a bit more dimension to Mm -hmm. um, time management. And so you have to be very productive when you are in the space of 
for me, cooking, making the product, you have to be extremely productive. You have to be extremely aware of the time spent outside on events and whatnot. You know, you can't, as much as I would love to do every event that comes across our our table right now, we can't. Um, but I hope to you know, be able to do as many as I can as we grow our team and be able to train um, people to go out and represent Crank Energy the right way. So the decision-making process is very intuitive. If it feels right to me, I do it. I don't ever put myself in a position that I don't feel right about it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important. I I may feel uncomfortable because certain things aren't my forte. Sales is not really my forte. And sometimes Um, when you're selling, it's hard to sell yourself because you almost feel like you're bragging. Yeah, you don't want to talk about your product all the time, right? right? So that's not comfortable for me. Um, but I've learned that you have to live in those uncomfortable spaces in small business to grow. So being a CPA, I can sit in my financials all day and have a blast. I mean, you know, I'm weird, (laughs) (laughs) you know, balance the books, do invoicing, (laughs) collections, (laughs) that would be for me projections, you know, costing, that would be a great day. Right. But ideally that's where you can, where it can lead to, right. When the boys get older. Like it's, it's amazing sure. how when you have kids and you're in it and you're in it and you're doing the work, but that's whatever. not how I'm going to grow. I can outsource that to a CPA right. and let them take care of my books and still have a good hand handle on it right. and check in now and then mm-hmm. I need to grow by focusing on the areas I am so uncomfortable with like what operations. Look, we're buying this flow wrapper. Mm-hmm. I don't know a whole lot about machinery and Um, production lines and efficiencies and manufacturing and quality control and all that stuff. But I'm sure there's a lot of things that you're uncomfortable with that you didn't know that you learned as this business grew. But that's why you have to sit in that. That's where the learning comes as an entrepreneur is you sit in the spaces that are a bit uncomfortable because that's where you learn to grow your business. Sales, HR is not a strong point. Um, Staffing. The other one, like you said, buying the the packaging machine is super uncomfortable because you're partnering with a ton of cash. We're parting with a significant amount of money. Um, and you have to trust that you made that right decision. Yes. Will the honey, orders come? <laughs> honey, we're, you know, um, just so you know, we're not going to get that car this year. <laughs> we're not going on a trip. <laughs> yep. Because we're getting that. But that's how Crank's always reinvested um, anything back into the business. Mm-hmm. I've tried to do it to where we're not afraid or struggling or so stressed about the money. Um, and that may be why it's taken four years to get to a point where we could buy a machine. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we've got orders, we've got potential to grow, you know, bigger across Canada with the right packaging and temperature controlled shipping, which is a whole new market for yeah. us too. So those are the, the things that we're working on that are very uncomfortable, but exciting at the same time, because mm-hmm. that's where I'm going to learn and grow and this little thing that started in my kitchen is going to be able to access a ton of people, which I know Cranked Energy Bars help people live a healthier lifestyle in general. Mm-hmm. And that makes me pretty happy. I think you're a little crazy, which is great. <laughs> I'm glad you're crazy. Um, so your husband, Tim, how is he involved in this? Uh, yeah, Tim. Um, Tim's his own entrepreneur as well. He's got his own manufacturing company. Um, so he's very process driven, mm-hmm. which helps me because he sees things in terms of a, a bar per minute kind of scenario. Right. Is how many bars are you making in a day? How many staff do you need to grow X amount? Whereas I'm more in it for like the creating new flavors and connecting people and visiting, seeing my customers and the sales and the events. That's fun for me. So those conversations, um, when you brought that kind of conversation to yeah. the table business-wise, was that enjoyable or like, uh, 
No, I, I, like, that's I, probably... I need to hear this or I don't, oh, don't want to. <laughs> Well, we've been married 18 years, Mm -hmm. so I think we know each other well enough to know how far to go in terms of those discussions. You know, we I'll spoon feed the first first one. We spoon fed. Then we'll talk a little deeper the next time. And he's learned, and he actually just told me this very recently that he's learned that he'll put it out there. He's been talking about this packaging machine for over a year. Mm -hmm. You need a machine, Cheryl. You need a machine. Every time I come home and be upset that we can't produce enough bars, he says. You need the machine, and then I, yeah, drop 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 the idea the first time, then yeah. leave. And but and, and now then, he's just let it go because he realizes when I make the decision in my mind because it feels right to me, I'll come to him and say, "Oh my goodness, we need a machine like yesterday," right. and he will help me get that stuff together so that we can go there with it. So I'm. Well, he's smart. We make a, he's very it's smart. Your, it's your it's your business, so you have to make ultimately yes. make the decision, and yes. he'll let you make it. You know, hire another staff. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to put the money out for another full-time staff. I could work more. And that's when he says, no, you you cannot go back to working those hours. You need to hire someone so that you still continue to have your evenings or some of your weekend free um, to be with the family because that's important to you as well. Mm -hmm. The family feeds part of me um, in terms of makes me a better entrepreneur and um, I don't want to give up time with them. I I sacrificed a lot of time in the four years that we've been growing this so far and I still sacrifice a lot, but I've tried not to sacrifice as much as I have. Biggest sacrifice to you is what? Oh, time away from them, um, you know, working all day and then maybe having dinner and then going back to the kitchen mm-hmm. to work in the evenings with them instead of just being present with them at home, right? I've seen you with your hair net on, working, working, working. <laughs> working like all the time. <laughs> like 11.30, Cheryl, hey, what's up? I'm at the shop. I'm at the shop, yeah. But as <laughs> the kids are getting older, they're able to come to some of the great events that we do, you yep. know, boot camps, charity boot camps, or they, they can come and participate, which is Great for me, great for Cranked Energy because it is a lifestyle brand that includes children. Right. Kids can eat the bars as well as right. long as they don't have peanut butter allergies. So they get to become more involved in mom and dad's businesses as they're growing up, and that's less time away from them because mm-hmm. now they can come. So um, for all those moms that are grinding out those small years with little kids at home and a product, you know, you just choose your time wisely on where you're going to spend it and test the market, test, test, test the market so many times where you're for sure have um, a great product that's ready for market and that will, people will continue to order over and over. It's not just a one-time order. You know, you want them to keep coming back and growing with you because where Cranked Energy started from day one, the bar has evolved and changed. Right, just, like, just, just like people Yeah, do. it's become a better bar. Yeah. It's, you know, the way we make it's better. The way it tastes is really consistent now. And um, once we get the packaging um, done with the pre-printed film and the UPC coating and all that, I think it's just going to be able to get into a lot more shelves, fridges, actually. How weird is that, eh? <laughs> it's fun. Okay, it's break time so we can catch you up on the latest news, weather, and sports. And then more Cranked Energy Bars with Cheryl Zeeland, and we'll get into the details of all our new flavors here on The Main Ingredient. Welcome back to The Main Ingredient. Kevin Bergen here. If you eat energy bars and you haven't heard of Cranked Energy Bars, you don't know what you're missing. Cheryl Zeeland, owner of Cranked Energy, is here talking about their new flavors. Let's talk about the evolution. Let's talk about the flavors and stuff that you have going on. Sure. Right, so... Lots. Let's hear it. (laughs) Too many. Well, we have like 12 flavors. Now, we started with peanut butter coconut. I say that's the OG of our 
of our brand. It's the OG, the peanut, (laughs) and it's still 60, 70% of our business. Really? Um, Yeah. People love the simplicity of peanut butter and coconut. I like that too, because I think we crave simplicity in general. And it's always the same. You know what I mean? And sometimes it's It's nice to have a go-to. And then you have all these other flavors. Now yeah. I'm going to try some of these. Yeah. And I can always go back to what I always. know I love. The, right? the stability of the one you love is right there. And you can throw in some fun flavors. Because right. um, people do like variety. Variety packs are fun to do. Salted caramel, mint chocolate chip, um, espresso. We've got espresso. Espresso is pretty good, yeah. Um, what else? We're working on a cookies and cream gluten-free. We just tried a strawberry. Big one. demand for gluten-free? Are people asking about gluten-free? Yeah, right it's getting more popular. We've got two gluten-free, dairy-free bars, and there's usually um, a request for additional flavors that are right. dairy-free and gluten-free. So it's hard, though. Um, you got to get the right protein, and our gluten-free process is done separately from our regular process so there's no contamination so we only blend gluten-free certain days of the week so to add in more flavors on those days changes production which again is not my forte so um we're constantly rejigging what's going on in the kitchen and what's being blended and whatnot based on the orders that we get so yeah gluten-free is definitely getting more popular as people become a little intolerant to certain foods. And, and we do some custom orders, whatnot, but we're not a custom bar company. Right. Um, That'd be... It's well, tough. Yeah, yeah custom so. bars are, are tough. But locally in Winnipeg, we do have several customers who might be allergic to some of the small ingredients, and we can easily do that. But bigger scale, we, we can't do custom bar making. Um, I'd like to think that we're kind of the flagship store on Portage, is like an energy bar bakery, which is totally different. So instead of going to a shop this morning and getting muffins or donuts, Kevin. (laughs) I didn't get donuts. I got muffins. You come to the Cranked Energy store and mix and match for your office meetings. That would be good. A box of energy bars to take. So I see that kind of being first in the market. Actually, it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I like that. As we grow and have more hours and more staff ability to do that kind of stuff and maybe introduce some bite-sized products. There's so much potential for our blends um, to be able to do different things with them. I'm excited. I can't imagine you in an office pushing numbers all day, like crunching numbers. Oh, yeah. I was a manager at KPMG, and I loved it. I did. I loved it. You know... Did you meet a lot of people? Were you talking to a lot of people? I was just one of the keynote speakers at the CPA conference, Mm -hmm. the Manitoba conference last couple weeks ago, and I was honored that they asked me to, to speak. Every time you tell me stuff like this, I just find it very strange. You know what I mean? I, Not strange that you're actually right. great with numbers. Just strange that you have I'm another serious. life. <laughs> I have a, You've been yeah. lying to me this whole time with another life. With yeah, with like like the bookworm kind of. Yeah, you're a geek. I was a very I'm a very good CPA because a to be a CPA in a public practice in assurance, so mm-hmm. auditing, you have to enjoy talking to people fully. Right, so you have well, to. Well, have to have confidence in you, first of all, right? And you have to get over the fear of asking questions, asking the wrong questions, and then translating that, those those um, answers into files for a partner to review and give you feedback on. It's the training you get as a CPA in a public practice is one of the best 
trainings for life. And I spoke about this at the conference where um, you become very analytical. You, you are able to um, analyze not just financial statements, but businesses in general. You become confident in yourself. You manage a team. You manage probably 10 files at once. You've got different partners coming at you with different requests. It's very time-driven, deadline-driven. So Almost like I, training ground for what you're doing now, right? It is. You know, you got, I'm a mom and a, and a wife and I like to work out and I've got cranked energy. And Do you I, work out? Do <laughs> you like to work out? And I still facilitate for the CPA program. I didn't even get it. Kevin, it's, it's we're going to go to a spin class at <laughs> 5 a.m. 5 a.m. I'm like, no. For me, that's just part of who I've always been. So to not yeah. get a workout in. I'm not saying not get a workout in. I'm saying at 5 a.m. I've always been, I'm a morning person though. I've always been like since I was young. So for me, once I get home from work, I don't tend to want to go out much um, after Right, it's like you use every ounce of energy and when you're at home, I'm not leaving again. Joanna's like that. Is she? Yeah, she just, she's up at five, well, just like you, she's up early teaching spin classes, doing all sorts of stuff during the day. And when she comes home, she's good for about the first hour, maybe two, and then it's like you're out of the loop. Yeah. That's the end of it. And then the book comes out or the show or hanging out with the kids. Right. That's, we're done. Yeah, done. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, no, I think the CPA thing will always be a part of me. I mean, I still facilitate courses for them online um, once or twice a year because that fuels that need for me to give back to my profession and teach um, other CPAs coming up through the program, um, helping them get to that stage because I think it's a designation that a lot of people um, aren't sure about and then once you have that designation the doors and the abilities to to you know do things will never leave if cranked energy for some reason doesn't go how we think I have my CPA designation it's part of who I am and there's opportunity still there right but I know you have a backup plan like of course whatever again you're thinking if this doesn't go one way then I got something else but I can't imagine you I don't want it to go. Yeah, I would never want to. I don't want to ever go back to an office type job. I knew very early that that wasn't um, where I wanted to be long term. So once I had our oldest and I went on mat leave, I knew right then that I wasn't going to be going back to an office job. It just wasn't for me. So that's when you kind of have to start to create your own um, vision for where you see yourself being um, once the kids are in school full time. So that was always, what am I going to do when the kids are in school full time? And then it just kind of evolved by being who I am to the core, you know, it just evolved into that. So you spend a lot of time connecting people like business wise, you spend a lot of time connecting the dots. Mm -hmm. Like even when you're not even trying, like you're at some, you're somewhere enjoying some service or some product and realize that this guy (laughs) should know this guy. Have I texted you a couple of times? You know, these two you things can work, well, yes, can work well together. I think that's what community is. I think that's my definition of community is um, introducing people that would be beneficial in terms of themselves, who they are, what I to- they I've totally do, learned that from you, 100%, right? 100%. And when you actually make a connection, a successful one, where these two people meet, they click business-wise, and right. they click personally it's super gratifying. And it's very organic. Yes. Right? When yep. when it's not in a, a structured setting where it's a meet and greet per se. Right. A lot of events are meet and greets. I don't tend to do well at those because it's I... A, it's forced. 
it's forced. I become a bit shy. I don't want to go say I'm Cheryl from Cranked Energy, right? Yeah. You know, that's hard, that's hard for me. Right. But if someone comes into my store or I'm at an event and someone says something, I'm like, oh my goodness, I've got a friend who does this or is interested really? in this. I will connect you. And then the key is to do it quickly, right? Yes. To connect. And then say, go for it, guys. I think you would be great at this. And so I think that's what Winnipeg is very good at, too. I don't know. I have a lot of new friends because you do, do that you? all the time. Yep. It's who, great. Who, who haven't you introduced me to that I haven't talked to or connected no, with? No, I have lots of other. We were gonna, I'm going to introduce you to someone after this. Um, I know. Yeah. Because uh, I'm, all, I'm always invited to events that are a very inspiring, um, very community-driven. I love small charity work. Um, I love the hustle of small business and grinding it out. I also love big corporations and I'm inspired by those that are, you know, working in those companies. So I think there's so many opportunities to connect people and just fulfill these little parts of you that you didn't even know existed, right? That you didn't know that you were craving some one-on-one time with so-and-so, right? Okay, where does she get all that energy? Probably from her bars, which is why I like them so much. More Cheryl Zeland from Cranked Energy Bars after a quick break. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Main Ingredient. I hope you're having a great long weekend. I'm Kevin Bergen. If Cheryl Zeland, owner of Cranked Energy Bars, isn't supplying me with her bars, she's supplying me with guests. She literally knows everybody. I'm not ever going to stop doing that. I know. I hope like, you never do because it's I good think, for me. I, got I don't even realize I'm it. doing it half the time, but it's pretty obvious that when you come in the, the shop... Um, someone else comes in at the same time. I'm, oh, this is so and so. And there's always a connection. There's always, we have stuff in common with so many people. Right. But the best part that when it's a reference from you that I find for me anyway, is that you always attract like-minded people. So whenever you're introducing me to someone, I know that they are literally in line with how you think. And that's, and I get along with you really well. So I, I, you know, I know that if they're your kind of people, Nine times out of ten, they're going to be my. So there's kind of that level too. of trust, right? Already kind of vetted for you, big, big time. Yeah. I don't have to wonder what their uh, motive is or right. what they're into. I already know, you right? Know, it's just easy. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, and you like connecting and talking and you know meeting people and whatnot. So I think when someone presents someone to you that's like-minded and whatnot, it's just easier to jump right into a conversation. And when you have someone in common that you both respect or trust, the walls are kind of broken down, right? right. There's no ulterior motive, right. especially with me. I don't tend to gravitate towards people who have motives. Right, um, and the people who are like, what can this guy do for me? Because I'm never thinking right. what they can do for me. I'm thinking, hey, you know, right. we connect and there's something I can do for you. Yes. You know? What do you need? I think in business, you have to learn that. You have to balance because you get all different types of people coming at you at all Mm -hmm. times and so kind of making sure you stay true to yourself with who you are and your brand is and and then um attracting the ones that don't have motives that is honesty and integrity and that's what i gravitate towards so that's why we do a lot of events because winnipeg is so full of great charity work and um requesting bars or sample bites for their event i think is a great idea to just provide something to these events that may be missing the little piece of food or you know and then I try to show up at them too as much as I can so going to these events is inspiring and the people you meet if you just get out of the house sometimes and go to these um local events that are happening that are 
people are doing some good work in this city. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it's funny how yeah. spent a lot of time, especially in your youth, looking for things outside of the city where you yeah. live, and then you return to find out. Always trying to run away, run away. Yeah. I was trying to run away. Meanwhile, the fantastic thing you found in this city, guys have been doing for 10 years here. Seriously. Yeah, and you're like, really? How did I miss that? And, and just the love of Winnipeg and being in this city. And we lived in Calgary for four years, loved it in Calgary. But coming home and growing a business in Winnipeg, I think, is amazing. I don't know if... The connections are there, the lifelong connections of people that they you They are. And the there. trust that Winnipeg puts into its um, entrepreneurs and small business and the word of mouth if they like a product... I don't think you would get that uh, many other cities. So I think it's a different business model as we grow and expand into some of the larger other cities. It's, it's going to maybe be harder, different for us to maneuver relationships. I'm so used to having one degree of separation in Winnipeg, really, oh, right. from someone, right. <laughs> right? Yeah, so it's less yeah. work. It's less, right. it's less work here. Yeah, I think we've grown organically here through word of mouth and trust and just the love of community in our city. So, so are we going to meet and talk like this every couple months? You're going to come out to dinner? Yeah. You know when I invite you out to dinner? Well, it's been too long, though. I mean, what's been too long? Since we've last chatted. Yeah, you're dodging me or something. I don't know what the deal I'm never. I always invite you to work out. You invite me to the wrong thing. You won't get up at five in the if morning. You say, if you say, Kevin, let's go for dinner and beers, I'm always there. Five in the morning, let's go on to spin class. I went once. I went to that one spin class. You did. Class. I was so proud of you. Your dad was there. Yeah. And your husband was there. Oh, I can recruit lots of people to come I'm to like, Grace. This chick just, she brings everybody, man. Well, so many great studios and the fitness realm of it in it Winnipeg. Does. We've got so many great locally owned businesses that, you know, you got to go out and try and be uncomfortable for an hour, but you'll have a great time. Everyone is always so great in the city, welcoming newcomers to their classes and whatnot. And yeah, it's uncomfortable. Fitness is not comfortable. No, if it was, then everybody would be ripped, right? Yeah. Everybody would be healthy. Nutrition's but... tough. Stress is tough. Kids are tough. Work's tough. Yeah, but it's the satisfaction that you get at the end. And a, and a longer life. You know? The endorphin. I mean, and if you find something you love, whether it's walking, um, cycling, you know, running, whatever, lifting weights, get a trainer. There's just find something that you love doing three to four times a week and it doesn't feel so much like work. We're on different schedules. You're a night guy and I'm a morning person. So yeah. I'm <laughs> not only gonna, not a morning not person because <laughs> I take the kids to school in the morning. So Joanna is always out first. And since the kids have been small, yeah. I'm the one that gave them, you know, take them all to school, yeah. then going to work. I was able to yeah. start later. So it never, yeah. You didn't have to get up at five. I didn't have to get up at no. five. So now I'm, I'm not, well, I would. No, I you wouldn't. wouldn't. Lie. I've tried to <laughs> say no every time. No, I'm not going to lie. You're like, no, forget it. No, because I have to go to the class and bolt back home, get the kids ready. Then yeah. go, I'm, no, I'm not, I'm not doing it's it. It's okay. I'm not going to lie. It's all right. Maybe I'll come meet some of my sponsored athletes. Yes. I've got some great sponsored athletes but you can bring them here we should do a thing i know where we have my whole team of sponsored athletes yes come for a chat about life in general and sports is that possible and absolutely okay so that's next that. how many we could okay. do them separately though team gunlinson sure. fantastic up and up common guys these guys are fantastic they train hard off the ice they all have careers which is amazing okay you Curling. choose you choose who's first and let's and get let's to it. Let's do it. Yes. I don't and, and and just like you when you connect people, how you do it quickly, let's not wait. So okay. you contact them, I'll pick a date, and we come back here. Okay. Cool. Fifteen year old cross country skier. 
all over it. Like breaking records left and right. Let's do it. It's fantastic. Okay, thanks for coming. Thank you. You're the best. Always a pleasure. And I truly mean that. <laughs> thanks, Kevin. Come on, let's hug it up. Let's hug it That was Cheryl Zeeland from Cranked Energy Bars, which is located at 1853 Portage Avenue. Phone number is 204-955-8417. Website is crankedenergy.com. And not only can you get her bars in her store, but you can get them at other great local stores like Popeye's, Generation Green, Green Carrot Juice Company, and many others listed on the Cranked Energy website. The main ingredient is also available on iTunes and Google Play, so if you miss an episode, it's available online 24-7. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I gotta go eat. This is 680 CJOB.